0: Valuetown is a production of HearthSim. Find out how to support Valuetown by going to patreon.com slash valuetown. what's up everybody welcome to valley town episode 180 i'm chan v gar is like half faced right there for some <laughs> reason he's half face. but uh joining us today is our friend and guest rdu what's up buddy hi good to be here yeah you picked a good week to be here man we've, we've got week two this is actually day number eight you know last time we were like day barely 24 hours that we had our our last show uh, last week but now that we're uh you know, eight days in, I think we can actually, you know, make some real assessments, or maybe you know, the first meta may have uh form, you know, actually formulated here, but um, you know, I guess how how was everybody's week? You know, playing Hearthstone? Did you guys just play a ton? Or I know WoW kind of came out this, you know, somewhere in there. So Gar, I'm sure you've played some of that, but overall, like, are you kind of starting with you? Did you play a bunch of Hearthstone this week?
1: So yeah, like, I'm lucky that I never played WoW, so that wasn't, like, a problem for me. Yeah. Um, I played a lot of Hearthstone, like, daily for, like, a lot of hours since the expansion was out, especially, like, I streamed a ton. And uh, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on the meta. I look forward to play a lot uh, so that I can be at my best level for both playoffs and Europe versus China next month. Like, I really have two big tournaments to look forward to, so... I don't want to disappoint and I have no reason to not play a ton.
0: You have no reason to disappoint then. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you playing a ton is, I mean, that's pretty normal for you. Right. So, um, I played more than like my normal, like that's crazy. Going, and I,
1: I, I already like mapped out the strategy. Like I'm this kind of like a very strategic person mm-hmm. also like in real life. So like my strategy was like first qualified to the playoffs safely. And then when I saw that, I I was also invited to Yoga vs. China on top. Oh. And I was like, okay, at the end of the next month, so like at the end of this month, I'm going to even take uh, one week from streaming to just only prepare on getting to
0: a better skill level and to finding out what's good in the
1: meta and to master
0: the decks that are in the meta. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I I love hearing that motivation, man. That sounds good. It's going to be this year, man. This year's going to be your year, dude. I I know Uh, it. I don't know. I know it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in the work. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen,
1: it doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. So today is gonna be an interesting day of trying to talk with RDU about stuff without getting him to reveal too much, too many secrets that maybe he's found just for playing a lot. But Gar, how about you, man? You've been balancing uh, the HS and the WoW, or you've been actually just playing Hearthstone? Uh, I had also like uh, a strategy. Planned
2: up just like you. I'm a very strategic person. Yeah. Like yeah. for much longer than him, probably, just because I'm very very old in comparison. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my plan was to play as much Hearthstone as possible till like because I knew when WoW com- comes out, and I know I knew about Hearthstone. So I played Hearthstone till Monday every day for like 14 hours. I woke up. I played Hearthstone till I went to sleep. And then as soon as WoW comes out, I just play a WoW for like 12 hours a day. So basically the last two days I played WoW, but before that I just played Hearthstone 14 hours a day. Like I didn't think about, I, I, I just knew what I would do on which day. So I played hard, hard, hardcore Hearthstone for a lot. Mm-hmm. And I played a, a lot of the decks I wanted to test. Mm-hmm. And I also have a pretty good understanding
0: about the game, I would say. Cool. Awesome. And, so yeah. the big question, what class did you play on day one of WoW? Uh, Shaman. Of course, Shaman. <laughs> okay. Good answer. Good answer. I <laughs> what everybody would have guessed. Uh, no, that's cool. Yeah, for sure. I I haven't played as much as I would have liked to this week, just because I've just been so busy with, you know, trying to get. St- everything that we've been doing with hs replay out there for everybody so uh but i've been able to sneak in at least two or three days where uh, probably something like that uh, of playing and um probably got a chance to play i don't know maybe like 10 decks you know not as many as you guys i'm sure i've played but um i've been having fun you know it's definitely been a good time um but you know what before we dive into just like talking about decks and stuff because we're just going to go on and on like the rest of the show i didn't want to bring up like a big uh news headline that just happened you know about an hour ago which is young woo who is the you know lead producer of hearthstone for blizzard is leaving blizzard for second dinner which those of you who don't know what second, what second dinner is it's ben brode's new company so um this is pretty you know big news at least from the standpoint of, of uh you know the hearthstone team and i mean young woo was was one of the leaders you know like this entire it's like ben and young woo you know for a, a while now and ben obviously left earlier this year and then now you know young woo's turn, and, and not to just leave but actually go to the same company so um yeah any any thoughts on young woo like ha, do, have you guys ever interfaced with young very much you know I, I know you guys like have have uh you know been in contact with the designers a lot but ever with you know for producers or any like young uh, I
2: think, I met him, like, I think twice. Uh, once at Gamescom, I believe, and once at um, the Blizzard headquarters <laughs> when they invited over a bunch of people. I don't know if you went to that. Uh, yeah, I
1: think I, I saw him talk, but I don't think I talked with him. So I don't know much about him.
0: Yeah.
2: So, oh, yeah, yeah. He also did, like, the presentation, I think, if you remember. Like, we were in this cinema-like room, and I think he was holding the presentation together with Ben Brood. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah like nobody really knew what his job was but he was like there and he looked very <laughs> important but, no no it's the same right oh
0: my god
2: yeah no yeah. like as a to player you don't know what he does specifically you know he's like the producer and what what he actually like, like? I don't even know man, what producers get no
0: love, man. This is, <laughs> this is perfect example. Designers get all the love, and producers get zero love. Don't you guys think that that like job titles are like
1: super hard to understand sometimes? Like I don't know exactly what the producer so, means.
0: So I mean, th- what my interpretation. I never actually asked young exactly what he did. So I mean, my my interpretation of producer. Uh, and being, like, the lead producer is, like, he he's, like, kind of side-by-side with the director, you know, in terms of, um, or at least the producers are, are side-by-side with the directors in terms of, like, releasing the product. So I think, you know, Young's job was probably more about releasing the actual expansions themselves, more so than determining, you know, how things are balanced within them. So, you know, he worked with the artists, make sure the artists and all, you know, all the card art, you know, were... We're making it in time for the cards and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff, right? That, that we all just kind of take for granted. I think, you know, he was basically the manager that, di- that does all of that. So, um, you know, super important for the game that we love but not as probably appreciated and, and uh, I mean he, he was one of the leaders of the team so I don't think that it wasn't like he didn't have high profile. He's de- I think it was very clear that Young Wu was one of the leaders of the team so um, you know I think we're le- losing you know another one of the old guards you know from the original team and there's not that many people left to be honest from the original team from the, the actual uh, developer or the engineering team. So but is that the bad thing? No, like, I mean, I'm not saying it's good or bad. Good. I'm just saying that you know it's just it's just a fact, right? So, okay. um, it could be a good thing. It could be like just you know, if if folks that were here for a while, you know, are itching to go somewhere else and just don't you know don't have as much passion for Hearthstone anymore, then it's better to have new people that do have a lot of passion, right, for Hearthstone. Yeah. So, um, you know, w- with this one, I'm I'm wonder if they're going to replace him in house or, you know, have somebody completely external come and you know take his spot. Because, I mean, with Ben, it was more of just an internal replacement, right? Like, was there ever an actual director? I forget what the official director is, who who the official director is now. I don't think
1: he announced anything. I don't want to be wrong, but I don't know.
0: mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I don't know if it's just like Mike Mike Ney or one of those guys. I I don't think so. I don't think their title changed at all. So, um, you know, they might have to find another person, you know, like an external person for this. But how about him joining Ben Broad? Like, what do you think, guys? Think about that because his title now on his Twitter says co-founder. So, um, you know, the company hasn't officially started. Clearly, if he's a co-founder, he's joining now, um, or maybe there was plans for him just to to join after you know six months or something like that, or five months or however long it's been. Uh, but well, what do you guys think of that? Just them kind of teaming up again.
1: It seems something like very ambitious that they try to do. And I don't have that much knowledge about creating games, but it looks very, very difficult to create the game. Like you need an idea and you need like a way to put it into practice. So like, I don't know what to expect. And them leaving such a big project as Hearthstone for something uh, new, they probably have already some really good ideas. So yeah. I'm curious what they're going to do.
0: As, yeah. Like, is it going to be a card game? <laughs> like, like, is, it, is it going to be a competitor? That would be I don't know. that would be actually crazy if you think I wonder if I'm you're only allowed good, to.
1: I'm really good at card games. So but I don't wanna to change to like another card game. I like Hearthstone right now. So no artifact
0: then? Is that, that what that means? Like
1: if I don't know artifact like, comes on? the only way I would change is if like the new game is like strictly way better. But I don't know. There's a lot of people that just like live on the hype and are like, oh I'm gonna move to that game no matter what. And I think that's a wrong way to look at it. Like move to that game if it's good and if you enjoy it. Yeah. Not Not if, like no matter what. So, you're, but so you're right just now a... I, I enjoy Hearthstone. So like,
0: there would need to be like something uh, really big to make me change. So you're just a one game man. I I can respect that. He's monogamous. I mean, he's, he's monogamous with this game. because the more I focus on other things, I don't. I, I lose focus
1: on like the Hearthstone.
0: Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. I'm
1: super cooperative and driven still with the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. So am Anyways, I'm really curious to see uh you know just what type of game because it would be crazy <laughs> a crazy story if it ends up being a card game it ends up being a card game that resembles hearthstone in a lot of ways i have a feeling they're not allowed to do that i you know like their their exits whatever you know agreement they have to sign at the end yeah. i i'd well, be shocked if they can create like something that's a mirror of the same game that would be crazy what do you
2: think will happen they get fired by blizzard
0: <laughs> they'd be sued by blizzard it wouldn't be fired by blizzard <laughs> but anyways yeah another uh you know another big news i guess uh, within the team so um yeah i guess we'll maybe hear some more have, uh what i have a feeling it will be a mobile game of some sort just a feeling a mobile game really yeah
2: eh, why not of, right i mean a lot of designers try that to go that route because you can make so much money if like uh Especially in the first few months of the release of a new mobile game, and I think making a game that competes with the big dogs, you know, with b- Fortnite as a shooter or Hearthstone as a card game, and like or MOBA with Dota, like or League of Legends, like what route do you want to go? You have to create something completely new, like a new genre of
0: like, yeah,
2: what would it even look like?
0: The the mobile route's interesting, just because usually with mobile, you know, I, I used to do mobile game development so um the nice thing about it is just that you can really decide to go with a, a less produced type of game you know a simpler game just for lack of a better word or you can go you know triple a type style you know and go crazy like like the ones that you're talking about so um you know uh, it, you can really choose just at least how much money you want to put into it you know and and initially invest into it to, to just make a, a a game or a game concept so I have a feeling those guys are going more for the heavy produced game, just given <laughs> given their experience and and uh, I mean even just the size of which uh, this company is, is being formed. Um, it's, it doesn't seem like it's very tiny. It's not one or two guys just like in their garage, you know, on the weekends or you know like getting together, you know, and and, and, and uh, coding away. I feel like this is going to be like a ten person team or something like that. But then
2: so. then it's going to be super hype, whatever. Yeah, could movie. be definitely, could but that will last years or take years, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, like the design of Hearthstone also took many, many years before it came out. Yeah, I don't yeah, know how true. many years they said, but it was like a lot. Like when they showed the the presentation when they presented Hearthstone to Blizzard, it was like so many years before 2013. I think it was like seven years before that. The first initial.
0: I remember hearing about alphas, right? Like, I actually, this was like during beta. I remember like Noxious or whatever would be telling me about the alphas and it was like crazy cards back then. Just out just outrageously unbalanced cards. So uh yeah, this it could but, be But years, then we can expect know,
2: like yeah. the first game to come out in like let's say ten years from now. <laughs> so not yeah. Nowhere. So.
0: Yeah, definitely could be. Um but uh anyways let's why don't we get back to you know maybe, maybe I guess some of the decks we've been playing. So um yeah like what gara like you're still playing i think it was like the odd rogue last week right and you were you were um, playing you were playing that mage too which we tried in deck of the week man i, I did terrible with that mage deck because I, I think it was it was about you know it's outdated probably like a few days like after you know we talked about it on the show but mm-hmm. um are you still playing any of those decks or no uh i was playing i play main and control i always play control i played actually control Paladin. Just to
2: see if it's good as an anti-archer deck paladin. because okay. All right. yeah, because control oh. paladin got like new removal cards mm-hmm. and just like new taunt minions and stuff. But control yeah. paladin is just still too inconsistent. Like having a two-card board clear combo is still very very inconsistent against zoo. You mm-hmm. basically need to draw a card and clear the board, uh, like warlock does yeah. or, or priest does or like the other classes or mage with dragon fury. So um, control uh, paladin also lacks like healing. Uh, and the win condition, of course. Paladin doesn't have a decay that just wins you the game like Mage does or Warlock does. So I played a bunch of control lock because a lot of people started playing <laughs> Mechatoon Priest. Mechatoon Priest, uh, Strife made like a deck and it yeah. was like very solid. And then everyone started playing that and they just free wins against all the slow control decks. So uh, the only control deck that can counter that, well, that is fast enough, was is Warlock because you have the demonic, demonic something. Project. Project, project uh, which yeah. transforms a random minion. You just wait till they play Hammett and then just draw cards because they have to play every single card. And then you know they will only have combo pieces left. And then you play the Dramonic Project and transform yeah. one of them. And you just count that's what it, it was made and for.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what it was made for.
2: Not just that deck, but also Druid. Everyone's playing Tokwogal Druid and yeah. Maligos yeah. Druid. You, they cut a lot of minions and they only have. As You just wait till they play Arcane Tyrants, Marigold Druid, and then you transform Marigold, or Faceless, or uh, yeah. the infamous Floop. And the same for Togwaggle Druid. Togwaggle Druid is also super popular. Just transform the important cards. This is why I play mainly um, Control Warlock. Barco Warrior was very successful for me when we had like still the popularity of Zoo being super high, like 30 40% mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the most recent days, it shifted to Anti-Control. Also, what is very funny, like Quest Rogue is coming back in full force. Today, I saw some tweets from Fino as well, like, wow, Quest Rogue is going to be nerfed again for the third time. <laughs> and I actually predicted Quest Rogue to be very good through the health of HSReplay.net on yeah. the third day of the expansion. Yep. Uh, it, it showed me 62% win rate on Asia and Legend Quest Rogue because it just beats all the Control decks, slow decks, and combo decks, and control decks are just too strong versus aggro. And I mean, we can, I will talk about this in a bit about tournament meta when we talk yeah, about this. Yeah. But okay. besides Zoo, there's not much aggro. So it's all. all the- I
1: think it's better than Zoo even.
0: Yeah, it's not rogue, right? That's that I think is yeah. the 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 quintessential aggro deck right now. Yeah, and. It's uh it's been on top for a while now. I mean if you're look if you're not looking only in legend but if you're looking at more of like rank 4 up to legend, the Odd Rogue's been probably the most consistent deck at the very top in the tier 1. It's been probably been the only one that's been in tier 1 like 5 6 straight days. So um at least on, on hsreplay.net. HS Uh so yeah, that one I-, I feel like is the most consistent. I was playing too. I was playing Baku Warrior too and it just feels good hero power for 4. I mean there were there were some games where I was just like I know I'm winning this game just if I hero power every single turn, you know, like depending on what deck I'm playing against. So definitely those those kind of games were nice. Obviously also, I was losing to some aggro decks, so you know, just just normal. Also, also Doctor
2: Boom is so so interesting. Yeah, I feel like it's yeah. stronger than Jaina. I was like beating Jaina in fatigue, like control mages. And I'm like, then I really started thinking, man, Doctor Boom might be a stronger DK than Jaina, which is kind of crazy to think about it's more it's versatile not-
0: that's for sure right it's it's way more versatile in terms of the you know it gives you more cards it gives it gives you everything right um i keep rolling the one damage across the board though which kind of sucks that's the one thing i i, I really hate hate about it but uh but yeah dr boom's great i, I think just the fact that you have the synergy with so many of the mech cards the omega and everything it's it's like really good really good you how about you any, I mean, I, I saw you play the whiz Bang deck. We got to talk about the whiz Bang deck. You know, the, we got to talk about. Everybody this. was talking yeah, about. It. I, 10, I, I, have to, like I was I was watching the stream. I was he's watching dying the stream to talk about his
2: ten times rank one legend. I
0: mean, I was watching it. <laughs> I was watching it too. So he's like, no big. I did nothing this week. I just did rank one legend. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I, the day I was watching was the Whiz. You know, this is the Kingsbane. You know that that day where you're mixing WizBang and Kingsbane Rogue, right? So, um, okay, so Kingsbane. Maybe we can talk about Kingsbane first. Kingsbane, how how good is Kingsbane? Really super good right now? Or, or there's so many rogue Chris, decks? So Chris is it the Bane? Chris, is it, is King's
1: Kingsbane is like really good, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's better than Quest Rogue. I think it's very close between the two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But they're both yeah, like it's really, so good. really good. Like yeah. is also really good. Like all these anti control decks seem to be doing really good. I wonder yeah. how good they will be like if people start playing only agro to counter those. Um
0: uh, yeah i mean why wouldn't that happen right like that's usually what the reaction is to uh things like that and you know gar you were mentioning quest rogue right like days ago you know was showing up a little bit it it was hard to find it wasn't easy to find it you have to like really know what you're looking at um but in my queries i was seeing it actually a bunch so it didn't finally make like the top eight top five decks for the day until like two days ago, and then it's been basically there the last two days. So it's always interesting to see how many days it takes for stuff to actually catch wind, and sometimes things don't catch wind and they just remain a secret. Uh, but the quest rogue is definitely one of those things. Now it's I think caught wind, so people are starting to play it, you know, a lot, a lot more. Um, but Kingsbane rogue, yeah, man, rogues just so plentiful right now. It's I think it's one of the most diverse classes uh, in terms of the the types of decks you can play and then just like the types of good decks you can play too so yeah yeah it feels like druid last expansion and um <laughs> druid maybe this expansion <laughs> too but but uh yeah rogue fe- feels like that that kind of crowd favor right now if you like took away all the Zoolock winning you know and evenlock winning for for warlock and, and the popularity there I think just with the general hearthstone demographic I think you'd see rogue like way way up there just because so many people are playing all the different versions um, Yeah but whiz bang! all right let's talk about whiz bang. so for those of you that didn't watch the stream for them those of you know the people that didn't watch the stream are you like which recipe decks did you actually end up getting
1: So I got like the shaman on the first game Yeah on uh, one and I won against Yvonne Paladin. I don't know how I queued into Yvonne <laughs> oh Paladin. Gosh. I was pretty All lucky. Right. But I won with the Shaman one against Yvonne Paladin. And then I queued like the Druid with Astral Tiger. And I somehow also won a game. <laughs> and I think I won another one with like what? You didn't. Oh get, no, you Se- didn't second, get... one, second one was mage. Second one was okay. mage. Yeah. Yeah, major second one. Like that, one, that one's actually pretty good. It's like very close to what Gara is playing when he's playing control mage. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like the third one was like the last uh Tiger Druid. Oh, and like man. I won one and then I lost one. And then I killed again and I lost again. So still I won bad. three two.
0: Three two. That, that's still good, man. Three two and being you were rank one legend, right? When you did did it the first time. You were ranked yeah, one I legend. We during one of them. I, I can't remember wh- when, like, when, where. I
1: played Weisberg on one and won three games. Then I lost yeah, two. Yeah. Okay. And then I, uh, de-ranked to I like six. I started playing Kingsman Rogue and I got the uh, one back. And then I won three on one again. And now I'm still one. Nobody took it yet.
0: <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, it's pretty nice when you can just toy around at rank one. <laughs> and still, you just when you know you can get rank one whenever you want. Wow. It must be a nice life, dude.
1: I I cannot get rank one whenever I want, but like (laughs) I felt pretty confident on the meta. I felt like I can play well, and I just played quite a lot this expansion. So I just went for something crazy if I got one. It's cool for like the people watching too, because like I might do something that like other people wouldn't be able to do, to just differentiate myself from like other streamers.
0: Well, you know, it's a really interesting point because you know when you play a deck that it's clearly an underdog, right? Like it's not optimal and and whatnot. Then, you know, the, the strength of your play really shows, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you are playing with an unoptimal deck and everybody knows you're playing with an unoptimal deck, then, you know, it really does set up for, you know, you to be able to showcase just your playing ability. And, you know, I think that's where you would see an enormous difference, performance level, between, you know, people at, say, you know, rank five versus, like, you. I mean, a huge, huge difference, right? So um, the fact that you're able to win is just like, wow! You know, like, crazy mind-blowing and, and amazing. And it's so interesting because spell hunter, I think, is the consensus most powerful uh, recipe deck out of all of them. I think for... Baney just released an article for us and he went through all the data. And I think, like, Spellhunter has the... The highest win rate for it, but you didn't even get spell hunter, no. did you? Like a single time. <laughs> so that's crazy. I played spell hunter in like top fifty, but I don't know yeah. how my
1: list was compared to the whiz bang one. I didn't check the whiz bang decks before. Q&A. It's pretty
0: close. The whiz one is actually a good deck, so it's okay. yeah, it's pretty nice that way. Um, so yeah, super cool. I let's see what else did I play. I played I played big druid just a little bit and then got really like tired of that because <laughs> there's not much to to do there. Um, and then I played the tempo shaman whatever you call it <laughs> you know i know there's been a lot of talk about just our shaman decks too like or that shaman deck on the side but it's shaman. you know the the hybrid sh- you know shutterwalk token tempo deck you know like the the one that's out there nowadays i played that one too that one's like a lot of fun or pretty pretty uh pretty interesting too um but yeah, so, I mean, overall, like, thoughts after just kind of general thoughts about the, the decks. Like, do you feel like there's a lot more decks that you want to keep trying out? Because, it, you know, RDU, I, I know it sounded like you played, like, a ton of decks. Like, 20, like, you, I think you told me you played every deck in Tier 1, 2, and 3.
1: I played, like, most of the things. Like, I didn't get to play Test Rogue, Mali Rogue, but, like, mm-hmm. I took every single class, and I think I, I think I played most good decks of every single class until now. So now it's just like uh, trying to figure out which are the best classes and kind of ranking them in my head. Yeah. And then like uh, experimenting more and then uh, thinking of how they fare in lineups in uh, tournament uh, yeah. lineups and um, just refining the deck lists.
0: Okay. Yeah, Gar, how about you? I mean, do you feel like... do you f- you know Have you been going through just the top decks? I, feel, I don't feel like you do that. I feel like you always just kind of experiment on your own and sometimes they match up with things that show up on the tier list and most of the time they don't (laughs) you know what i mean so are you still in that mode basically i have my infamous spreadsheets i always do yeah 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 like
2: i look at like best anti-control decks best on the aggro decks best aggro decks usually i skip the aggro decks because i I don't like aggro decks of the recent years just because i don't i don't like the mirrors I, I used to actually play a lot of aggro. I played the very first Face Hunter. And I, I keep saying that I got, as soon as they released the golden portraits for heroes, I got two golden hunters in the very first month. Oh, that's right. That's like 1,000 wins in like two weeks. Yeah. I played a lot of aggro because the, the aggro decks used to require a lot of skill. You could got get 80% win rate in Hunter Mirrors, mm-hmm. and you both play Face Hunter. And, like the, the reason the agro decks is just about who goes first you know who does like who draws like the nuts in the in the opening hand and yeah. this is why i don't like aggro as much but I still like keep track of all the good agro decks for tournaments and i like i played odd paladin and whatnot in in tournaments myself yeah. but uh, i'm streaming a lot and i usually tend to just play a deck i enjoy playing control playstyle is my favorite playstyle this is why i like control mate so much it's like one of the last remaining control decks. There's not many control decks left. And uh, in the last expansion, no, last expansion, there was only control mage because control lock was dead pretty much. It was a like, bad okay. deck.
0: Yeah.
2: And like the control play style, it was... like There was like Baku Warrior was pretty bad. I played it in tournaments, but on that, it was just unplayably bad. Uh, it was only control mage. Like Other yeah. decks were just combo decks. Like, Shadow Rock Shaman is not a control deck. It's like, a combo deck. So right now we have... A bit more control? Like, we have yeah. control lock back. Priest is back, too.
0: Control Priest is, is being played, too.
2: Yeah. Mm. Uh, but it's it's harder for Priest now, I think. Mm. Like, Zoo is harder, because it's not a token deck. Like, you, you don't just clear bots with Pyromancer as easily, like, it's let's say, Odd Paladin. Mm-hmm. And it's, Priest is always bad versus Rogue, and there's so many strong Rogue versions now. spin Rogue, like you said, and Quest Rogue, Odd Rogue, and they're all, like, even buffed. So... No, but I do my spreadsheets. I, I like to look at anti-aggro decks because uh, with every expansion, aggro is always the best in the start. Mm-hmm. Like like we saw, this expansion again. This time it was Zoo. Last expansion it was Odd Paladin, if you remember, board Control, getting like Rank 1 Legend, yep. the very first version of Odd Paladin. So I was focusing on that. And yeah, now I'll be looking into anti-control decks just because that's the meta. It's a yeah. slow meta. And, but as soon as quest Stroke is the meta you can't really go anti-control against cholesterol.
0: (laughs) No. no. You have to go aggro. You have to go face. Yeah, that's like the only way to beat it. So, yeah, pretty much have to do that. Uh, Well, why don't we talk about the meta in a second? But before we do, I just want to let folks know that we are sponsored by ZipRecruiter, uh, which is a jobs hiring site if you're not familiar with it. And, um, you know, if you're having trouble hiring somebody or actually looking for a job, ZipRecruiter is going to be the best resource for you and that's ziprecruiter.com slash value talent if you want to go and try it out right now and the cool thing about the site by the way guys is that you can just use one site and then you can post your job if you're looking for a job or you know post your resume sorry if you're looking for a job and it just like automatically aggregates it across like a hundred different job boards. And then you can just use ZipRecruiter as you know the one place to look at it all. And then if you're somebody looking for a, a person to hire, it, it matches up like you know your job posts or at least it finds like the best candidates from all these um, all these different job boards and then presents them to you. So it's really super awesome. I mean it like 80% of employers find their their um, you know or fill their jobs you know by using ZipRecruiter and um that's the reason it's like no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in america and right now you, you, the value town listeners can go and use it for free by going to ziprecruitercom com slash value town and again ziprecruitercom com slash value town zip the smartest way to hire so definitely go try that try that out and i've used it before too it's it's actually a really uh, well done site and um i haven't been able to look for a specific you know a person quite yet but the next time i do i definitely will be using it for sure all right let's talk about the meta pulse uh, or at least our, our hs replay meta is that i've been trying to get out like just throughout the the week uh, in the first week especially Oops, that's uh, that's not the right page Oops, that's not the right page either um and you know I think it's good to kind of look at like just the general classes at first. A lot of people are just like, "Why are you talking about class when you can just be talking about archetypes?" But I think, you know, looking at like a higher level of the of the class just kind of shows you like who got a lot of love this expansion, right? Or at least who in the beginning of the expansion is getting love and then maybe who will be the comeback story at the end of the expansion. And so, right now it's been moving, you know, quite a bit. I mean, right now power rankings when we started the week Warlock was way up there, you know, and you can kind of see the popularity at the, right now. Looks crazy too, but it's actually coming down. It, it was like crazy, over thirty percent for because of just how how much it was winning, and I still think it's being played a ton, like in the the lower levels or lower ranks. But um, you can kind of see the win percentage just kind of come down quite a bit. And now Hunter, Hunter's made a super big push the last three days, just with the the Deathrattle Hunter, and you know we saw Spell Hunter fairly consistent. And then Secret Hunter, actually, even recently at the higher ranks, I believe. So, um, yeah, uh, just looking at this, what do you guys think? Like, any any surprises for for you? Um, Even in terms of popularity, just, like, look at the bottom of that popularity. It's just, like, brutal in terms of how many people are playing Priest and and Warrior and Paladin. And there's some good decks down there. So, I mean, you know, like, in those classes. So, it doesn't have to do with that. You know, like, what do you guys pull from this? Like, you guys, any, can make any assessments from this. Um,
2: I want to start with priest. Uh, I find it funny because a lot of the big streamers still play a lot of priest, and as it looks like it has like almost no influence on the class popularity, mm-hmm. even though like the biggest streamers get a lot of viewers and a lot of people watch them play. Like mainly the combo. How do you call it? The, the combo TK bore. Whatever the APM you call it.
0: priest. Some people AP, it. APM priest. <laughs> yeah. Select.
2: I saw even Trump playing it yesterday, and <laughs> yeah. it has no influence. The popularity is going down drastically. Just because it's not v- a very powerful deck, and yeah, the, win rate also sh- yeah, the win rate also shows it. Like, Adieu was tweeting about it. He said he finally mastered APM Priest. <laughs> like, but it's not good enough. <laughs> but it's not
0: good
1: enough. I played it today too, like, I can pull a combo every time now, but the deck is, like, not good enough to survive yeah. until he can pull the combo most of the games. Right. Like, out of the anti-control decks, this seems to be the weakest against aggro.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, of course. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot of, like, specific plays, you know, and sequences to actually achieve it. So, yeah. I mean, the the efficient aggro decks are always going to stomp it. But I, I think, uh, also, that deck is just super hard to play. Like, only you guys can play it, you know, at a decent level. So I think it's,
1: I it's super hard to play in the beginning, like, oh, really. The first 10 20 games are like super hard, like in- incredibly difficult. But now I feel like it's super easy. Okay. So it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like but the first 10 games are like incredibly hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think that might be a reason too why just people play five games they're like no, screw this, man. <laughs> I'm like I don't even know what to do it here. So um so yeah, that's priest warrior. You know, warriors I'm- it, it there's a there's an up arrow there, but really it's not really that far up. It's just because priests drop so low, so you know, warrior's not getting. I feel like warrior. I don't know. For me, when I'm looking at just some of the decks that show up, you know, in our queries, when I when I'm looking at them, you know, there's I feel like there's a little bit more warrior showing up recently, but it doesn't look like it here, like in the last day. So, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's the, just going to take a little prob- bit more time. The mm-hmm. problem in
2: Warrior, there's no, like, aggressive Warrior deck that people are playing. I yeah. saw some people on A reaching pretty high legend with a mech control. It's not even control. It's, like, a Baku Warrior with just a ton of mechs. Like really? I, I, w- I, w- yeah, I don't, I don't even idea. know how I would call describe the Ike type because it has, like, pretty low curve. It's just a bunch of mechs and Dr. Boom, and it's usually like auto-warrior. And it was doing pretty well, like even against control. I think it's like, that's the problem with warrior. If we have an anti-control meta, warrior is like the number one target. It's just auto-loses yeah, to all of it. It auto-loses Shadowwalk Shaman, Togwoggle Druid, King's Bane Rogue, Quest Rogue, Miracle Rook, all of <laughs> the decks, Hunter, all yeah. of them, like even control mage. Buck warrior is like number that's one target brutal. yeah and if you don't play we don't have like an Aggro warrior archetype right now that is like pretty powerful so yeah that's that really shows in the power ranking of warrior so so yeah.
0: any any thoughts on hunter you know because I feel like hunter is the the class that's been on the rise like the last day or two uh it's uh, on the rise in popularity and it's on the rise in, in power rankings this is like the second day it's been number one in power rankings for like, for this range I it's think true. this
2: I think power. Uh, this power ranking is uh, regarding the secret hunter. I think mm-hmm. not so much about the deathred hunter. Mm-hmm. Just because the secret hunter should be doing well versus rogue, warlock, and druid. And if you look at the right side, those are like extremely popular classes. Yep. And mm-hmm. the best deck should be a, a class that is good against very popular classes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think this is why hunter is like the strongest. I don't think it's deathred hunter. I no, think
1: it's. I think strategic. it's Devrattle Hunter. Yeah. Like I don't think Spell Hunter beats Druid, and I don't know if it beats Questbog oh. either. Like I think Death Rattle oh. Hunter is. Hmm? I
2: think it does. Like the the new one with the Project Nine. It's pretty good. Oh, there. is that
1: even good? I think it's just pure oh. spell. Hunter is better than. It's pretty Fortnite. good. It's actually one. It sounds yeah, like a favorite. Board,
2: of like, yeah, board control got top 10 legend with it, and then I played it, and I did also really well with it. It's
1: I, I really like how the deck is played. Yeah, but that was like a couple of days ago. I think like the meta shifted a bit. It and does. Like,
0: it shifts like that fast, it's, for sure. Yeah, I think,
1: I think like it's either pure spell hunter if you want to beat aggro, or just like death rattle hunter if you want to beat uh, anything else. I don't think Project 9 is like good anymore. I think it's like a day one deck. Yeah, but I, I feel like Definitely Hunter just gets smashed by Zoo and, and stuff. Uh, not I, really. I, now, now it's better with the three mana bomb. Like, uh, I don't know the name. But, like, the, it's the, better the, than the that, that kills something. Which guy? Uh-huh.
0: The, hmm?
2: the which guy? The, three the magnetic one. bomb. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the mech.
0: Oh, the mech. Okay. Yeah, the, the one that, wait, the, the one that does five damage? You mean that one, or? No, the no, one no, that kills no. a minion. Oh, it kills a minion when it dies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what yes. you're talking about. Right, right. That
1: makes the matchup better, hmm. I think, like okay. way better.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: I mean, and, I, mean uh, I mean, the deck is definitely farming druids. Like, it's no obvious. for sure.
0: It's a huge, ma- you know, huge advantage, yeah. right, over that. It's kind of amazing how much pressure Death Rattle Hunter puts on decks, and you know, it's to the point, right, where people pop the egg like immediately, right, and, and when they see it, because it turns into two five fives otherwise. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's been. Pretty interesting to see just how powerful Death Rattle Hunter was because you know it was decent last expansion, right? But um, I feel like it, it's having its moment right now, and mostly just because there's so many different druids out there. Uh, speaking of which, druid had a little bit of a lull maybe the two days before, but now it seems like you know the people, uh, you know, just doing super well with it. Mostly, I think it has to do with Malagus and uh, sometimes uh, token druids just pretty much always consistently somewhere in tier two, so. Um, you know Malagus Druid guys super good deck it, it's funny because like i don't think it perform it, it has performed as well in outsider at legend but in legend or at least when you talk when you just watch pro player tweets and and you know hear them talking about it Malagus Druid is just like super crazy powerful right now so um is the consensus with you both of you guys too the same thing like Malagus Druid crazy strong right now it's its insane. Like, if it doesn't have like a great win rate, it's probably because
1: people don't know how to play it. I don't know. Like, if you play a deck like really well, it's—it's it's mind-blowing how good it is. Like, Floop is basically like—I just feel the card
0: is like better and better the more I play with it. Let's take a look at it. It's like right here. Yeah, Floop. Yeah, you were just telling me all these Floop plays <laughs> before the show, and it's true. I mean, Floop is. You can't play around it, right? I mean, you can't do anything against it unless, I guess, you could no. demonic project it. But that's about sure. all you could do. And like, and that that thing is, yeah. I mean, it's so consistent too. You you pull it off like easily every is, time.
1: You actually beat demonic project quite often because they have the card. They have to have the card early, so then it's dead card. And then if you just out ramp into Alex into UI, you just beat them from that. Right. So you need yeah. to have like exactly a lined up even game in which the demonic project your card for them to win mm-hmm.
0: yeah the version i'm showing too has like no tech cards either <laughs> like they don't they don't care about anything um but okay. we have been we have been seeing some tech cards you know laced in here whether i mean we've been seeing all kinds of crazy It's it's been a really great time for tech and I i really want to do something and whether it's like a very consistent, you know, query that we post on Twitter or, or maybe in something on the site. But I really want to show something where tech cards are, you know, when they're good and when they're not. You know, like just kind of a, a pulse type, meta pulse type of thing. But one of the things that we've been seeing, we've been seeing like, you know, like the um, the Blood Knights and the Mossy Horrors and the, I mean, basically things just to kill giggling, which is really, really funny. Uh, what, what are y'all thoughts on that? Like. You think it's worth it adding into it a deck like this? Or, I mean, wh- which ones do you think would be actually um, worthwhile? If you go to hsreaper.net
2: on the front page mm-hmm. and you scroll down and you mm-hmm. look at the most played card in standard, it is right now the Giggling Inventor. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. So
2: it, it is basically in every single deck in Constructed almost. So playing a card, a ca- tech card that will always have a target is very powerful.
1: Uh, I think that you shouldn't play Blood Knight in this deck because you already have swipe. Blood Knight should be played, I think, as a one-off in decks that don't have a way to deal with giggling, which is mostly aggro decks like Zo or odd Rogue. Mm-hmm. But if you have like a way to deal with it, I don't know if you need to play anything like that. Yeah. Okay. For example, even old Hunter, I think they would rather play Mossy. Uh yeah. sorry, not Odd Hunter, Egg Hunter.
0: Wait, which yeah, hunter? Egg, Egg hunter? Oh, you mean uh, the Dead Arm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this deck is it's super good. I uh, mean,
2: another. Great. I really want to touch up on that, like mm-hmm. to see how powerful Maligos Druid actually is. Druid is the second most powerful class on on the power rankings,
0: mm-hmm.
2: even though pretty much the meta is trying to hard counter Druid, like the Egg Hunters, right. all the Rogues, Zoo, still like. It's actually mind blowing how many people play Druid even though Zoo is like so popular. It's like a counter deck to it. This really shows yeah. how powerful Marigold's Druid actually is.
1: You can tech you can take it for like most matchups. I don't think you can take it for like Hunter. Maybe you can play double MC tag and that beats Hunter too. Oh, but like man. there are there are techs <laughs> for like everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean this thing is so versatile. There's so many lines to win with this deck too. You know that the the alex just opens up so much you don't have to go you know have an amazing crazy combo at the end you know the you generally just need like one or two plays and you win with this deck so it's it's crazy crazy versatile that way or at least consistent that way um mm-hmm. but not to mention there are other druids too like i mean there's token Druid that's still very consistently i think putting down a win rate too you know for for druid and it's a pretty different deck as well um i guess it does the ma- the matchup with token druid and Zoo, I forget, what, what's what's the matchup on that look like? That's... Uh,
1: I think it depends on, like, if Zoo plays Dreadlord or not, and now they don't, so, like, token should be fine there, but I don't know. Yeah, not right.
0: Say, yeah, that's a good point. I saw, like,
1: less than five token droids, and I played a ton. I don't know if the deck is that good, just because Molly is, like, insane.
0: Well, I mean, it's good, it's just, like, relatively. <laughs> like, nobody... You know, like, in a in a tournament, of course you wouldn't play it, right? But... Yeah, so token druid. Oh, actually, warlock has a really good matchup against token druid, or, or Zulok does right now. Um, but uh, but you know, the point is, is like there are there have been you know other uh, druids recently, and if we just like, I just did a quick query, just like a top five decks today, just kind of like do that um, just to see because these top five decks, you know, it's so funny because like I'll post these pulses, and you know, we'll show like. You know, um, you know, which which classes, right, have the the top win rates and stuff like that. And then they'll notice that it doesn't match that or it doesn't match the tier lists, even just uh, the one-day tier lists on our site. It's because these are literally just, you know, like decks that don't necessarily get played very much. But these are the ones that have, like, the top win, win rates based on, like, just at least 400 wins. So, um, you know, today, you know, we're looking at pretty, you know, some some things you would imagine, some things that are a little bit surprising. Control Priest is on here. Death row Hunter, not that big a surprise. Taunt Druids on here. Odd rogue, not surprise. Quest rogue, not not surprised. But Taunt Druids on here, which is when's the last time you ran into a taunt druid on ladder? Do you guys play a bunch of taunt last druids? Month. <laughs> last <laughs> month, exactly, right? Yeah.
1: And like zero control priests. So yeah. I don't know how it's there. Yeah, control priests. I faced I faced one or two
2: control priests that conceded turn one. Turner. Like, I played Warrior, he saw the quest, oh my and then he God. played Mind Blast, Coin, Mind Blast,
0: Concede. Coin, Mind Blast, Concede? That's almost like, yeah, it should be a name of... Yeah, yeah it's like like
2: he's yeah. like, come on, bro.
0: Yeah, that. well, I, I ran into those two. That's what I was saying, like, Hero Power Return just literally wins you like the, <laughs> the, the the matchup, so that's a lot of fun. No, but Control Priest, I think it showed up here, like, maybe once or twice, the la- or just once, like, the last... Or once or twice the last three days so yeah, i think people are are playing it it's just it hasn't really caught caught you know like popularity and you know i'm not sure if, if it should or shouldn't sounds like you guys think it shouldn't even be here but um but not, not very many new cards either and that, that's another general statement to you like what do you guys think like you know people compare this expansion with like um knights of the frozen throne but it's pretty unfair to compare the two because knights of the frozen throne had all these death knights that changed um uh, wind conditions and things like that so there was going to be a pretty massive change with uh, an expansion like that but overall what, what are your thoughts on this like does this feel like Witchwood, or does this is there still like any of the expansions you think is this kind of like what you expected just like what are your thoughts so far like with the uh, the amount of cards that you see in in the new, just the decks right now. So
1: like the the expansion feels like it didn't change that much within the classes, mm-hmm. but just how the meta game feels, it feels better to play in like the initial meta game that we had in Richwood. So mm-hmm. I'm still thinking that maybe they'll do some balance changes at the end of the free playoffs, like they did like the last times. Mm-hmm. And maybe that uh, meta that we're gonna have after the balance change is gonna be like super crazy and all over the place because you don't need to change that many things to shake things up. and no, they like doing that. and they were really good at doing the last balance changes. For example, I really hated the initial We should meta. like I hated it. And the meta that we had after the balance change, this was probably my favorite meta uh, at the end of an expansion that we have had. and the the, the meta we have now that is like, a very healthy initial meta, but maybe it can even get get better with some changes. I don't know. Yeah. I'm 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 curious to see.
0: Well, we actually have an early question. I'm just going to ask this question just because somebody in, in the chat actually has a really good one, which is fe- Federalist uh, forty five asks, just why isn't silence more prevalent right now? Like you know, because we- it's not
1: good against Druid and it's not good against Rogue and it's not even that good against Warlock because Warlocks don't play Drakes. It's only good against. Uh, hunters and it's not good against quest either like it's not good against
0: four out of the five best decks (laughs) there you go yeah yeah it makes sense that's what i mean like it's nice to like be able to see the tech cards like as from a more macro view that would be actually really cool uh we've been talking about that for a while now so also also a lot of the top decks don't Don't do
1: it like you help people you're gonna help people too much uh, like let them figure it out
0: themselves Okay, <H3> okay, replays, okay. Yeah. okay. Wow, this is like an anti-feature. This is the first time I've ever gotten feedback where, don't do this feature. That's a first. He's <H3> <H3> <laughs> plays like already spoon-feeding uh, people. Oh, God. <laughs> people need to use their head. Okay, okay. Maybe we can make it pay to win. Well, <laughs> like, well, so, like, charge yeah. them $25. For, like, exactly, $25. exactly, right?
2: So, yeah. yeah like, another thing is when you look at the top decks, um, they don't play a lot of tech ta- cards at the same time like it, the tech cards are not so good versus the top decks and also like mm-hmm. decks like quest rogue they don't play tech cards in general so that's like another thing why you don't play silence
0: guys let's, okay real talk is a world with quest rogue being a good deck a good world no no i hate <laughs> I mean, it come on this i hate is not it. good right i hate quest rogue so much
2: like all my rents, I made so many videos. Like it was rented front page, I think three times I rented about Cressro. I hate this deck so much. It yeah, was ner- you play,
1: like You play wacky control decks.
2: Yes. Uh, it's because yeah, you can't counter it with control. You have to go aggro. Like yeah. you have to. Just like, just after
0: eCop thinks it's fine now.
2: <laughs> so, so it, but the deck is so dumb. The deck I is so fine.
0: Dumb.
2: I hate it. It's Especially hard to tournament play. meta. It's, it's so dumb. It always gets banned or
1: it just gets hard counter. It's there's already dumb. too many anti-control decks. Like all the
0: <laughs> Mecha Katoone right. right. deck. exactly.
1: Topsy Priest, Quest Rogue. And there are some others that I'm missing right now, but there's like a lot of anti-control decks already. So yeah. like what's one more anti-control deck? I hate this. It's day. probably like the best <laughs> anti-control deck because it's like the most solid against aggro. But I don't know. How many times do we have to nerf it, man? <laughs> right. I mean, right. last time they got nerfed. I actually expected it to see play right off the bat, and it didn't. Then I was like, "Oops, maybe the nerf was like enough to like cripple it, and now it this plays again." Like it's a type of like card goes away. that is very hard to like print new cards around. Mm-hmm. Like you have to look at every single neutral, every single row card to make sure that it's not gonna be like bonkers in quest rogue yeah make the minions free freeze there you go like even the giggling inventory is not really an obvious one but it's mainly good because of the valira synergy like basically it gives you tons of value on valira so you can just go for like board control and then if you valira and you have giggling you just like uh win the game because you have enough value because sometimes you and you have no value to play afterwards now you just go giggling giggling and just like have six minions and then you can bounce it and then summon six more minions and then bounce it and it's just crazy in Valira state, but without Tavaria is
0: like, eh. Yeah, makes sense. Um, Yeah, well, we should talk probably talk about just events because you know some of the events are coming up. There, there's not an event this weekend or next weekend, is there? Is there something next weekend? There's Copa. Um, oh, uh, okay, there's Copa tomorrow. Oh, okay, so there is one this week. I didn't actually even know uh, this week
2: direct reserve invitation list this weekend as
0: well. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about in a second. Before we do, I want to thank our uh, just big supporters, of course, our patrons, those of you that um, are might be interested or enjoy the show and want to help support us here at Value Town, you can go to patreon.com slash Valuetown and make a pledge today because we'd greatly appreciate it. But there's you know a group of people that have been doing it for a long time. want to give a shout-out to Mike T, Engine S, Ray Dan, Nick, Nick P, Peter V., Keepa, Greg S, Danny H, Jacob P, Risa, Mike Cole S, Bradley M, Juni P, P, I think it is, and uh Mario P. Just to name a few. There's a there's a bunch more people too that we just try to get to each and every week. But I want to spend a little bit of time, thank you guys because you are amazing and uh you know, we wouldn't be able to do the show without you guys. All right, so event meta, so powerful decks. Um so, I'll, I'll pose a question before we actually just kind of get into it. Cause, you know, I, I don't, I, I think some of the answers to just like what decks should be run in these events might be obvious. But, you know, recently with, with uh, I would say, Witchwood, and now it's kind of continuing into uh, Boomsday, you know, we're seeing a lot of um, classes that just have multiple good decks, you know, and it's kind of hard sometimes, right, to, to have to choose between them. So what do you guys think about a a, a format that would allow you to play multiple decks from a class, you know, and if, if you think it's cool, like what kind of format do you think it would be? Uh,
2: I want to jump into this because I had this discussion already years ago. Oh, really? Like, how do you make the rules? Like, do you change Mm -hmm. one card and now we have a different deck? Like, it's too complicated to set the rules. Like, people can abuse it, like... Yeah, it has to
0: be five different cards, you know? Then it's. Oh, you're you're talking about, like, table, like... You're talking about, like, uh, um, sideboarding, right? Kind of thing. Yeah,
2: because back then we had, like, control lock and demon lock, you know? Yeah. And, like, with void callers and just normal control lock, and then just now, like, cube lock, control lock. Like, where do you draw the line? And then people would say, it's a different deck, you know? Or, like, tempo shadow walk shaman and just shadow work win combo shaman. Like, where do you draw the line? Like... I think it will not work. Uh, people would just try to abuse it, you know. I mean, it.
0: you could you could do that route or I mean just even just bringing multiple druid decks, right? Just period. So, um like the same deck? No, just people? a different one. Like let's just say you bring a Malagus one and you're allowed to bring a token one to or whatever, you know, like that sort of thing. Um Yeah, like
2: with those obvious archetypes, I don't see a problem, but that's like very similar archetypes, right? Like mm-hmm. control warrior, let's say. A Taunt Warrior and then Barko Warrior, like where do you draw the line? It's basically like like if if there's like let's say an agro meta and then you bring token uh what is it? Like you bring control warrior, like that man sent warrior, then you bring Barco Warrior, and then you bring Taunt Warrior, just as a dumb example. Like is that okay? I don't think that's okay. Like yeah. this is an example, like and there's like Togwago Druid and Maligos Ooh. Druid. Those are two different decks, but there's only like three different cards.
0: Right.
2: For a different archetype.
1: Roddy, what so do you think? The, yeah. I, I agree with guys like, too complicated or the alliance, and, like, it'll never happen because uh, they love Conquest way too much. Like, if they ever wanted to yeah. change from Conquest, they should just, like, use Strike, because that's, like, already, like, a pretty good format, tested even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I enjoyed Strike. What? Yeah, strike. I liked Strike.
0: Yeah, yeah it, Strike. Strike's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's... It, it, it would probably take getting used to. I think the audience to figure it out, but I think overall, it's definitely interesting. It's, it's you know something I different. I already. They'll never change. <laughs> yeah, yes, I know. I know they won't. I know that I could change it, but I don't know. But getting back to my original question, I think it would actually be kind of cool if, if like, you know, you could choose what class you wanted to be, and then you'd have to just like work within that class. You know, like each player just whatever for. It's just like a general format. Just like. Whatever matchup you have, each of you guys choose a a class, and and maybe it's like remember remember what those Valiant showdowns I did, Roddy, like a while back. Maybe it's like you guys each have to draft like different classes, and then like you only can play with decks within that class, you know? Because I think it's getting to the point where the classes are, I mean, it's rich, you know, it's it's awesome. It's actually really cool that the classes are are, are becoming um, versatile enough that they, you know, you can build the, like so many good and and fast or slow kind of decks. So uh, we've never been in a position like this where uh, like a, a large number of classes were like that. Only like one or two were like that, and they would dominate the meta. So, um, but anyways, uh, I don't know. I just thought that would, would would might be a kind of a interesting thing. But um, but in terms of like getting back to conquest, um, you know, what are you guys seeing? You guys thinking Quest Rogue is gonna be around? Malagos too? Like any any kind of like like. I don't know, just other classes we haven't talked about yet, like like Tempo Mage or anything like that gonna pop its head uh, in there. There seems to always be some kind of deck that that especially early on in a meta, just like catches everybody by surprise or you know in and, and Radu, if you know that that deck, you're probably not gonna say anything, so I'll ask Gara first. Yeah, like, anything like that. Like
2: I'm, I'm, I'm non-biased. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I have a pretty good understanding about tournament lineups and stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: But I'm not playing in playoffs, so I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> just, exactly. No,
2: but no, it's like so one thing is obvious, which everyone will figure out. Um, it's just too obvious. Is like besides zoo and odd there's not too many good Argo decks. Like I've seen a lot of people <laughs> test spiteful druid. I'm not sure if that is like a real thing yet. Uh, but yeah, like. If there's not many good Argo decks that you can bring, then the meta will be very, like... I I don't want to say control, because I don't think the the slow decks that we're playing right now are really control. Control, in my opinion, doesn't really exist anymore, besides, like, Bark, Warrior, and Jaina Mage. Uh, So it's like a lot of, like, Maligos Druid, Torgwalker, Druid, you know, Rogue, a bunch. I think that in the upcoming playoffs, almost everyone will have a form of Rogue, if not everyone. It might be that, like, 90% will bring Rogue, just... There's so many different variants of Rogue you can play. You can play Odd Rogue. You can play uh, Kingsbane Rogue, like I just said, or Quest Rogue. It's just Miracle Rogue. There's a million Rogues you can play. Nobody is even talking about Miracle Rogue. rogue. (laughs) (laughs) Miracle Rogue is also very, very good Miracle Rogue is
0: so fun. Yeah. Miracle Rogue always has a place somewhere. Like, one of these events... Every single expansion, somebody pulls out Miracle Rogue, surprises everybody, or the you know the actual results surprise everybody, and they you know win the tournament. You know, it, it's it seems like somebody does that every single you see, um you know season or or expansion, and I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> that's the case yeah, too.
2: So, so so Druid and Rogue are like probably probably almost every lineup, just because you can go so many different routes. Yeah, and you can build the, the strongest decks. You can play Togwogadruge if you want, or you play like. You can even play Taunt Druid. Nobody really does it, just because Margo's Druid and Talkwalker Druid are so good. But even Token Druid is not bad. The problem with Token Druid is it loses to the other Druids. Uh, but it's also a good deck on paper. Like, there's a lot of Druid decks you don't play just because there's better ones. This is very similar to, to Warlock, like when everyone played q just Nobody played Zoo at that point, pre-nerfed Warlock, just because Control Lock and Cube block
0: were so much better.
2: As soon as they got nerfed,
0: people started playing Zoo. And so so how many druid decks are better than the best priest deck? <laughs> Four, 4. Oh my god. Okay. That's pretty pretty brutal. <laughs> All right, so know. Radu, <laughs> any comments here? If you don't want to comment, it's fine. It's completely fine. I, mean, I, don't, want I, to, that, I don't want you to. I don't want you to jeopardize mean, any kind that. of results based on like what you. I mean, what about. I said is very general. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I, I I pretty much agree with Gara. Okay. Like, okay. I feel like lineup wise, we're not gonna have like all the decks discovered until the end of like all the playoffs, and even then, there might be some new decks. Why? Because there's more decks that will be viable in tournaments than decks that will be viable on ladder. Because on ladder you technically play your best one deck. In tournaments you have to play your yeah. best four decks of different classes. Right. So some decks that might never see play on ladder could be tournament. Um, dis- could destroy tournaments. So we'll have to like wait and see until people start playing tournaments. But right now, even looking at some of the Copa lineups, we see quite some di- diversity. And I saw like one crazy deck in like Mazi's uh, mid range mech. Paladin with like uh, meat wagon. You guys
0: should really check it out. It's on his Twitter. He's like I don't know. I play, I played a bit. I, and it's actually wh- like decent I, I need to see this. What <laughs> like Muzzy always actually, comes up with a really good mid range it deck. It's actually decent. Like
1: it, lo- it insta- loses it installs to rogue,
0: but I think oh, it's okay it's against tough. most other things. Yeah, he always comes up with a really good mid range deck early. Like he came up with yeah. that druid last time, which was actually really good when I played it at the time. With the it was doesn't do it there. pretty much. Well, yeah, kind of. It had like it had like injured blade masters and tyrants and stuff like that, right? So, um, it looks extremely wacky. and that's coming wow. from me. Wow. Okay, so we're, we're looking at this paladin <laughs> here. Oh my gosh, what yeah. is? this? Oh, okay. Mechano egg. Okay, Mechano egg is. I've seen that it's, one. Is it basically is it, it's, built it's, around like Mechano like, egg? Kystology? really?
1: So, so you have like removal. You have removal. Wow. And then you have mechs that are sticky, and then you have a way to revive your sticky mechs.
0: Your <laughs> meat wagon—that is hilarious, dude. Meat wagon is to get the egg. Yeah, It's I like try them to get the egg. It, it only gets the egg. That's funny, dude. So that, like, it's that, that card's really it. good. The Me- the mechano egg is is really good. If it's you really can- good in a yeah. manta with no spoke breakers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is it is right? This is a. Meta yeah, because right, he right. also
1: plays Steeds. So, like, he just goes that into Steed. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if he gets a bit lucky, he can revive it on the 7 mana Legendary Spell. So, matchup-wise, <laughs> uh, what's it... installus to rogue, but you beat most of, of the other things. You crush aggro with this.
0: Mm, okay, yeah, just I mean, pyros. You, you,
1: you and install in Zoo, too. I think. Like, how does Zoo beat
0: this? Kangor's, too. That's I, I've never had any success with Kangor's. I wonder... Yeah, I guess the there would be some big plays the Kangaroos too, which would be nice. Okay. I haven't played enough to see like how it is against Druid. I mean, he, he clearly built. I mean, he's clearly building it to counter something, right? So, he um, counters hunters, for example. Yeah. Okay. If it I don't know if it's Druid.
1: like. I think it's built around Ban Rogue. That's pretty much what I see. He's got a Stranglehorn mm-hmm. Tiger in his hunter. That's funny. I think all his lineup is built around Ban Rogue, and it looks solid.
0: Yeah. Uh, He's got the uh, he's got a cool he's got a fun he's got the fun rogue. That's a really really fun rogue. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like machine gunning spiders. I love it. And then what is he playing at the end here? Is it just big? Big druid? Yeah okay. Yeah it's just big druid. I don't like Miracle in this lineup
1: because I feel like if you ban rogue you should just play Kingsbane. Because like I don't know how good Kingsbane is against Quest but uh, it's Super nice against, like, Hunter. I think it's better than uh, Miracle. Hmm. And against Druid, it's better than Miracle. Like, way better. Like, ten times better. And not ten times, but, you know. Like, Kingsbane Rogue seems like the best deck, but I think the deck submission was, like, too early. I don't know if he had time to experiment with Kingsbane. When when was it?
0: It was probably a day before this? Probably the 13th, maybe?
1: I don't know. I would assume. Like It's hard to try out every single deck yeah I yeah mean, totally for,
2: for for rook it makes sense to bring uh, the best deck versus aggro the best anti like all the rogue decks are good versus control or slower decks but you want to p- kind of play the deck that does define the- aggro you set it yourself like, like yeah yeah I, I know like control is also like like slow and fast attacks <laughs> like I would rather just bring the best role against
1: druid which is like, King- how good
2: is how how good is kingsbane versus I mean miracle rook should be druid
1: no I think it's unfavored versus molly Miracle. I know that the road players disagree with that. They think if Kings you like, Kingsbane is like insane against Druid. I'll definitely saw you farming Druid for sure. Yeah. Like that, that's, yeah. The, that's the selling point of the deck. If I it beat Druids.
0: <laughs> okay, well. Like, well I, I mean, they we, we, kill you from
1: we... 30. If they cannot kill you from 30, they lose. Okay, makes sense. One guy killed me because I never do my leeching poison. And he templed Alex and stuff, but like that almost never happens. I Do see. you still
2: play two leeching poisons?
1: Yeah. Wait, you only play one? No, I you're was asking, asking if you still play two. No, no, you play two, you play two. Kingsman is basically good because the new two mana card is like insane. The two mana Toxicologist yeah. card.
0: Yeah. Because yeah,
1: it makes such a big difference. You can like when you're valid mode, you can go toxie and then copy the toxin and then vanish. Mm-hmm. And then uh he can go Toxy toxi again and then Toxie Toxic uh, again.
2: Wait, last, week, last week I even faced a Kingspan rook that played talkwoggle he, he he drew the entire deck and then he played talkwalker, so both have no deck. It was so dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. Like,
0: <laughs> it's so dumb. oh my god, <laughs> that's
2: hilarious. He, he went talkwalker into prep the five mana spell, so both have no
1: deck. Oh man, it's <laughs> it <was> so dumb. <laughs> I mean, hilarious. that's 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 semi smart. Because like, if both have no deck, Kingsbane is like better. That's yeah, obviously, Kingsbane
0: is the the, the superior thing to have. Yeah, but deck is already so good versus slow deck. I so know. Like, <laughs> like, why would you yeah. even make it that close? <laughs> right, right. It's like
2: so lucky. This that's what I'm saying. How slow the meta is. People go ultra great. I can't
0: wait for the aggro decks to just punish those people. Yeah, but is it going to actually be the aggro decks, or is it just going to be like you know like the mill decks, hope. you know, like the the Togwaggle decks? Because or the quest ones. It's just like. I don't like that kind of counterplay to, to, yes. to control. It's
1: it's it, so bad. It feels On bad. it has like, to be aggro because we have at least two good aggro decks, but in tournaments, I don't know if people can come up with four good aggros.
0: Yeah. That's going to be great. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, what, what can you do now? You could do... You could do Quest... Or you could do Odd Rogue, I guess Odd Paladin, Zoo, and... What about to, Token? token? It? I it guess to, if... Token falls in there, I guess. I mean... Tokens is token, the token most even aggro to out of all of these? Maybe tempo mage. Uh.
1: I don't think token is that good, and maybe odd party falls into the same category because they're so weak to fan of knives or vanish. So like, I don't know if you even beat rogues now with those builds. Mm. Like, I like the zoo and odd rogue because they just explode on like turn three. Mm. Token Druid to requires like too much setup, I think, and just just vanish is like yeah, three things. Yeah, that's and also like. All these, all these anti-control things like Quest Rogue and Kingsman and stuff can play giggling and they can buy so much time with that. Like even the topsy priest, which should like never work against any thing <laughs> that has any minions, yeah, is still winning some games because it plays giggling and then they can buy time until psychic scream. Okay, okay.
0: Um, kind of like I guess moving on here. So I have something here, just underrated cards like we kind of talked about last week, but it was just so early last week. Any kind of underrated cards really going under the radar right now that you guys think is... Giggling um, Inventor. That's, yeah, I was about to is say... not in, underrated. Like, <laughs> in in 100% underrated. Complete under... I do know, I, I say it's going to be really good.
1: Which one? Giggling. Like, people said in, in his views that it's going to be good, and it was good. I think you're misinterpreting what this segment
0: is. It no, is... I
2: think what might be underrated is like more like an archetype. I think Temple Mage, I think, I don't know, might be Adieu. <laughs> we'll come back with a Temple Mage and just win the tournament. Who knows? Uh, like you did before. Like it. I feel like it has the tools like to be the next good Argo deck. I feel like it has all the tools, but yeah, nobody's playing it right now. It's like really... like It's underrated. his
1: Talos versus Druids. They just branching path and like just start laughing and cool. I don't know is it fast enough to do things I guess like the 4 mana spell power guy is really good
0: yeah but then
1: you have to play shooting star which is not that good without the guy like shooting star is a card that is only good with the 4 mana guy so I don't know Apex Void is doing quite well with his aggro mage but
0: every may- time
2: I face aggro de- mage is just empties his hand by turn 4 and I die turn 5 but I didn't face it a lot. <laughs> I only wow. faced it four times. But all the four times I faced it, I got destroyed. I got to Hyrule, of term One. We all know that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: The infamous Maruman m One. But I think that's that might be it, right? Druid is the problem. Druid just has so much armor. Like Druid even out armor's Baku warrior, which is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> that's that's a little overboard i don't think it out, no it, i don't think it out does no, it does it does i don't the think you just i don't think you it realize does. it because you're losing the armor like like no, because throughout so.
2: already f- free mana
0: armor hero power but you have
2: way more armor gain cards than baku warrior baku warrior has nothing besides hero power and yeah, later. but the
0: hero power is four or seven i mean that, that's a lot of armor that's that's quite a bit of armor just hero have, powering
2: you have the the free. You have a better shield block that gives you like ten armor. You have ultimate infestation. <laughs> I mean, have I'm not drafts, saying it's like.
0: Brilliant. I'm not saying it's not close. No, I just think that. No, I'm serious. Okay, all right. All right. Well, well, I'll, have to, I'll have to believe you on that one. I, I played the matchup so often they made. I know. I have too, though. I recently played a bunch too. <laughs> but it's but, crazy. But, but it so is. I mean, druid by far. I like. You know. I think I even had a. <laughs> I think I even wrote a clue on the last super show that, that says when druid has more armor than warrior feels bad warrior or something like that. So it's not that I, I you know it, it's not close. It's just I think it's it's just ridiculous that yeah, Druid would have as much as a class that's literally built around that. <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of crazy. But that's the only class that has heal though, right? Those are the only two classes that have heal for the most part. Like that's why te- yeah, you know like, your same, point with right? Tempo Mage, right? Is Tempo Mage is good because of that, right? Because there's you know, if you take them down from thirty, for the most part, you're gonna, you're gonna win, and tempo mage does a good job of that.
2: It's probably still the best class versus rook as well. All the rook architects mm-hmm. I just can't see rook beating that. Also, like against any like even lock or control lock or whatever, you just destroy that as well. But yeah, it it depends on how it does with the zoo. If it loses to zoo, if it loses to druid, it probably just doesn't have like the spot yet in the meta.
0: I don't know. Mm. Okay um but any other cards you can think of that might be underrated i mean i I can't think of any right off the top of my head i mean the the 2-2 that has the 7-7 token the the mech
1: oh yeah that one is pretty good that
0: surprises me every time like somebody has a rush on it or something it's just like oh so, so, that's a I, strong card. I have to
2: steal a comment from from uh, Strife Like he likes a card. Strife always like builds these niche decks that usually end up doing well. Uh, the Myra, not the Myra spell, but the Myra minion that that um, discovers a deathrattle minion. Apparently, that card is pretty good. Um, and that's like yeah, good uh, card to vote as underrated because it's a very niche card. Usually, you see it being played in like these deathrattle rooks which are not doing that great, I believe. Like, a lot of people play these decks, but, like, when you look at stats, they're not doing that great. But, yeah, that yeah. card is, like... Is it a 4 or 5 mana card? It's a 4-2 that just okay. is. Yeah, that card is apparently pretty good. Yeah. Because it's so flexible in... Like, you pick the death you need for the situation. Yeah. Apparently, there's good death to pick.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um... Actually, why don't we take some questions from the Twitch chat uh, today? So if you guys have any questions today, be sure to start asking. Them. <laughs> Saturn Rebirth, man, he, he's he's going nuts, <laughs> going to town. And the if you if you guys have any questions, definitely write write them out now. In the meantime, Ahmed has a question, and it is: How do you choose your weapon tech before between the Oozes and Harrison? So uh, I guess the question is like which when. I guess, which card do you do you, um, tech and when, in terms of, you know, the, the two oozes and Harrison? And then there's the new warrior card too, right? That's a- I mean, it's pretty easy. Do you need card draw, if the answer is yes, play
1: Harrison. If the answer is no, play ooze. And then, which ooze? Do you need armor? If the answer is yes, play gluttonous If the answer is no, play uh, Acidic Swamp. And then there's, like, another uh, roadblock in, like, LSF. Sanders can only play the free mana because of KLSF.
0: Right.
1: And and the final
2: addition to that is Curve. Like, do you need and to answer the weapon on turn three or on turn five? So you play Ous basically in Big Spamation because of Rogues, because Ultroke Hero Power's turn two, and then you block the Hedge Thug, and that's why you play Ous over there. Yeah, and that's
1: yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> God. And questions. Uh, let's see. That's unquest- we already talked about Quas Rogue. Uh Deadman's <laughs> dead man's hand warrior be a thing with King Alex now, uh, No. two three nine? No, okay. Insta no, because there's too many anti control decks. Like if people start yeah. trying to go
1: for like the greed fest, Quezrog is like, hey. <laughs> You're dead. And not only Quezogue is like, like there's lots even Mega cartoon decks <laughs> are fast <laughs> enough to be that deadman's hand. Exactly. Topsy priest, name it. There's too many anti-control decks. Like, every single greedy control deck is not going to work.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think th- this whole uh, fatigue win condition doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, okay. like, yeah, because no. of the, how yeah. the anti-control decks work. What? But No. You know you saying, what I'm saying? Like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, Deadman Hand Warrior is like, yeah, it wins through fatigue. But, like, we even saw, I don't know who watched, what was it, the Blizzard Invitational? I was actually watching that where the the Korean spot only meme decks. Did you see that the no, quest, I didn't see it
0: actually. There was
2: like there was like a quest zoo against that uh, Ali's quest, uh, Deadman's Hand for you. and she just lost to the quest. It was so dumb. Wait, the what?
0: Im- you mean with the one with the portal that just like yeah. spits out three like, two teams? He
2: played such a mean deck, but Deadman Sand Warrior can't beat that. You like you have like infinite resources, but you run eventually out of resources because you have to kill two imps every turn. It was so dumb, <laughs> and uh, it, it just shows you like Deadman Sand Warrior just like you can't out that deck, and and he played uh, Azari as well and just copied the Deadman's hand. It yeah. was it was it was so wack, but it, <laughs> Deadman Sand Warrior has no. No gens and i even beat deadman's hand with Baku warrior through tempo actually I-, I thought it was an out to lose matchup but just playing stuff Baku warrior just runs like Baku warrior has to co- copy like a perfect hand you have to copy like executes usually a brawl like mm-hmm. shield because so you keep having all these removals you need to copy Katra as well it's yeah. such a like utopic scenario Oftentimes you're just forced to, or you just don't draw your second Deadman's Hand as well. You yeah, just, you
0: just—I don't—I think that's the biggest thing. You just like forget the op, like the most greedy optimal scenarios, and you just yeah. use the first one. You know, so. But, uh, but to your uh, point, I, I yeah. think you know, I think that's right. I mean, there's just a lot of ways to beat Deadman's Hand Warrior, and that might not be such a bad thing either. You know, a <laughs> Deadman's Hand Warrior isn't, you know, when we talk about Deadman's Warrior, I mean, it's a little bit better than Benedictus Priest, you know, but they're not the greatest decks to watch either you know just want you know having this type of infinite um uh type of deck play that, that, remember when that, that never used to be a thing like infinite deck plays were just like <laughs> against design rules but now for some reason it's just all over the place and it's it's fine so it Thankfully, we haven't gotten into crazy draw scenarios quite yet. But um, here's a question about a card that I don't, we don't see very much. Thoughts on trying to get lots of Doctor Morgans in your deck? You know, no. like you tried it that. Be- <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, people
1: already tried it. People already tried it. Like, yeah, um, it stops after like three activations, so you cannot go for like infinite Doctor Morgan.
0: Yeah.
1: Why are you trying to like say just like stacking your deck with Morgans? I mean. That's just words in Deadman's hand, and like we
0: already debunked Deadman's. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, let's see, Stan, stand, in, wait, stand in the box. Uh, what does Warrior need to be? Wait, what does Warrior need to be as good as Tier One decks, or at least be a be competitive? Um, I do I, I don't think it's that far. Like, uh, do, do you think it's that far? I, I don't. I mean, I think Doctor Boom I, was a yeah. good step. For okay. late game, Like
2: if you're talking right. about control warrior, mm-hmm. as I said, fatigue is no longer a win condition. And that was always the win condition of control warrior. Like you run your opponent out of resources. And if yeah. you can't win through that, then what does warrior have left? It sounds stupid, but right now the main win condition for like, let's say back warrior is to out armor your opponent's damage. Like if you face Maligos Druid, it's actually very hard to out armor even a manicus three just because you always have the 15 damage plus <laughs> combo now. Yeah. Um, but that's your main win condition is Baku Warrior and out tempo through max from Dr. Boom. Like, fatigue is no longer a win condition. Then, what is your win condition? Like, Warrior has to be redesigned, or you just give Warrior different tools like Dr. Boom, where you cr- create like max with rush and just win through tempo. You just have to, yeah give warrior like different win conditions and then warrior is back in business i think but it's still like a very good anti agro deck but yeah you like if you buff agro decks warrior gets indirectly buffed as an
0: anti agro warrior's the classic deck that you just want to outlast your opponent that like literally <laughs> if that's like your your win condition a lot of times but Roddy, what does it need what does it need to actually compete you know maybe remember the days know. when it used to be the aggro deck <laughs> like remember those days fire warrior it's like a long I mean, it seems like it's been a long time, but it hasn't been that long. But. Yeah, like
1: Warrior is a pretty good class to play aggro just because they have weapons and weapons are very good at aggroing. So even though they have like the worst hero power, just because they have the potential of playing weapons, they can be like a good aggro class and they have Corporate Elite and I don't think Frotting Berserker. But like they either need, need some better aggro cards to be a good aggro deck. Or some better control cards to be a good control deck. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, what does a good control deck even achieve? Warrior yeah. was actually at its best when it was a combo deck. Like, Patron and also the Worgen Warrior. So, maybe we need another combo deck on Warrior.
0: Patron was more, much more interesting than Worgen, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say the same thing, too. I, I think that... I still think that they have the ability to, to like make some of the the cards that are already released into just more of an aggro package. In the beginning, we're starting to see a little bit. You know, like the Baku Warrior does. Like some of the most recent ones, right? Have some of the rush you know minions in it. You know, just early on, just to fight off, just to help fight off some more. It's probably more defensive than it is anything else. But I feel like if you just added a little bit more tempo cards to the to that you know one through four mana uh range wise we, we could get there i mean I, th- I think we could at least make it somewhat viable um but yeah right now man you need a need a lot definitely need a lot right now um my, my issue with like the control warrior is that every one of those giant legends that they make are just so you know so situational or slow you know like yep and rot face and you know they're just not guaranteed value like a lot of these other classes get it's just like super value guaranteed crazy value so i think warriors you know missing a broken card like that i mean I think they kind of got it with boom i guess but even boom is a little bit slow you know from from that standpoint but um but yeah i think the cloud that's but the, class that me- the most work yeah. what it was so good for so long
2: it can be bad for a while
0: well, I feel like Death Rattle is like the thing lately, right? Like just getting enormous value from Death Rattle and cubes and stuff like that. And Warrior has none of that, basically. You know, they they have the the three six that gives you know that puts a card in your deck instead of on the board. So it's uh, they're missing out on just crazy plays like that. Uh, okay, based one twenty asks why does Blizzard apparently hate aggro? It seems like they only print anti-aggro cards and no early game drops now. Seems weird, given the goal of the game is to reduce your opponent's health to zero. Would you say that they... I mean, Chalky's on the freaking team now, right? I mean, like, why... Do they really hate aggro? I I don't know. If I mean, I don't think
1: they want to print, print like, super powerful one drops, because then they realize that the game is going to be only aggro. Mm -hmm. Just by printing, like, one mana one freeze... There's like still some viable aggro decks, but it's not like aggro just running rampant like in the on days.
0: Yeah. It could easily fall back into the like pirate warrior and you know, yeah. Th- those I don't things, think you so. want that again. Yeah. Um, let's see, anything else here? Um, let's see, Wes asks Would you mind if uh, Blizzard reduced Marin the Fox to seven mana to make it playable? It looks like a fun card that, as is, it's a dead card. Mm. I mean, it's we meant to be a fun card, playable. right? Yeah. Do you want Marin to Fox to be playable?
1: I don't know. I don't really care. Like, they could reduce a lot of cards and, like, they could make them playable, but I don't know if they want to do that.
0: Yeah. I don't even know if Mary and the Fox would be good enough, to be honest. Like that's so scary, man. All those like different artifacts or whatever you get from it, is that actually better than some of the stuff we're seeing right now? Like I mean some of the rogue stuff is just ridiculous and it's just like normal cards. <laughs> so it's uh
2: ha- ha- is like played in such a different way, man. Yeah. Like than it used to. Like Oftentimes it really comes down in which order you draw your cards. If you just look at the new mage card, the legendary mage spell, like well, the Luna pockets, like if you like if you draw everything in the perfect order and you draw all your big threats afterwards, they all cost one mana. Like if you just compare that, like that's so insane. You draw you play that and then you play at some point like Blizzard into Alana in the same turn and something else and like yeah. then having like the base cost reduced by one mana of a card doesn't really have a huge impact on how Hearthstone games are played right now. It's just you do really crazy combos right now. Like mm-hmm. you look just look at the egg. It and these combos are super fast as well. Like people play an egg and then they play the the tarot scale into okay. play <laughs> that Double five itself. fives. Yeah. That yeah. is way before a seven mana Marion Fox can come down. But it's the same with Rogue, Rogue plays the three mana weapon. The procs a deathrattle, and then also makes like just crazy a crazy board like in, in in way early like turn five, turn four. It's the same. It's just a lot of these late game cards. Like when you play them, or when you stabilize and play them, it doesn't really matter if they cost seven mana, eight mana, nine mana. Oftentimes,
0: yeah, I yeah. Um. Okay. See, so Mason, maybe this is the last one. What do you think would be a good idea for Whizbang once it's about to rotate to Wild? Perhaps Wild. Deck recipients would be a good idea to promote some players to try out wild, without investing too much dust or money. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah. So, do you think Whizbang should change? I guess as it goes into wild, you know, with the deck recipes or whatnot. Um, Hmm. Maybe it would make sense. Otherwise, it would be bad, right? Like it would, it would be worse. So if it has like
1: a very good success, they could print something similar to it. To keep it in the standard rotation. But in wild, yeah, it should uh, give you wild decks, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Do you think it should change recipes during the season? Like, during the, the year? I mean, it will, right? Doesn't it change, like, if
1: they update their recipes for, like, the next expansions?
0: I don't know. Sure it does. It, it, I think it does. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay, that's cool, then. I mean, Wisbing is definitely one of the coolest cards that they've made. You know, like, I, I feel like, yeah, that was smart, you know, to, to make a card like that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, this, to, to your point, Gara, like, this this expansion feels, a lot, feels like they they um, didn't do the same thing they did with the Witchwood. They definitely wanted to go for, like, bigger plays, right? And and I, I guess it's, we'll have to see in the coming weeks and months whether it's, it it's worth I it. Just because I think it's
2: too difficult mm-hmm. to keep topping that, right? Like, they didn't
0: what top you, in Witchwood though. Like I, I think they were like more subtle than anything else in Witchwood, right? The power level of Witchwood was not huge. It was yeah. yes, yeah. But it, because like
2: you realize, like you make DKs and then you want to top that with every expansion. Like you have to tone down like the power yeah, level right, of the cards. Right, right. Like, like, like we had legendary weapons and then. Imagine the legendary spells are as powerful as DKs. You just play the spell and win the game, basically. Like, it does something absolutely crazy. Like, right, it clears the board and gives you free 5 5s or whatever for 5 mana. Like, uh, that will be then legendary spell stone. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's a pretty bad name. Like, you can't have that, right? And then, and then how do you top that with the next expansion? Like, you play 1 mana 4 4s or what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And this is like so. They're you know decisions they're making like a year before too. So it's like really, really difficult to to tell. Um, okay, Let's see. Oh, Gosher says one. Okay, one last one. Did you, did it surprise you that almost no Omega card sees play? That's is that true? Uh, I mean the the Warrior one sees play. Yeah, the Warrior one sees
1: play, and like the Priest terrible. one is pretty good too.
0: I mean it's good, but it's. There's just no place for it right now, right? Like the. the this heal- sucks, but like if yeah. priest will be played, I think it will use that card.
1: Yeah, that's fair. It, Gara it's- can tell us. Gara is control <laughs> monster. It's
2: because we don't have these are like vanilla started cards, right? We have a combo meta and combo counters control, and yeah. all of these omega cards are in control decks. Like mm-hmm. even the warrior one is played in control, park warrior. Uh, yeah, we don't have a control meta. We have an anti-control combo meta. Right. It should be, like, actually a good meta for good players because combo decks usually require more skill. So I'm very curious to see, like, who tops in the upcoming tournaments. Like, if decks like goes Druid, Kingsbane, Rogue, whatever, are the best decks in the game, like all the combo decks, and if people manage to, like, get a huge edge by just being
0: better or if it's just all, like, who draws better. Well, the mirrors are going to be interesting. I can't... I can't really Manicou's, say that I have a Manicou's really good... good like. I, ha- I mean, I haven't seen any events, right? So like, I can't really say I have a good feel for how the mirrors go, like mirror combo type of...
2: Uh, Manico's Druid used to have a lot of skill before the expansion, but I don't know now with um, the new Floop, if it's just Meme.
1: It still has, I think. Like, a lot of the time I win, I think, because my opponent makes a mistake or... Mm. like I feel like the deck would be like so much
0: dangerous if everybody would play it perfectly. Right. Well, I mean, that that's good then, right? I mean, Yeah,
2: that's obviously good. Like, Shadow Walk, Shaman Mirrors were pretty bad. Like, like skill definitely mattered. I still never enjoy, even though I had such a good win rate in Shadow Walk, Mirrors, I never enjoyed playing Shadow Mirror because he's just like Hammett on six and just throws. The, you know, you can just throw the nuts and just win. But in Malikos <laughs> yeah. Mirror, you could really almost always outplay your opponent. They did some yeah. mistake and then you could capitalize on it. That's
0: um, true.
2: Yeah, if we have that meta, it's pretty good for competitive first. Um,
0: we'll okay. see. Yeah, well, we'll definitely see this week if uh, you know Copa is going to be in the next couple of days, and uh, Copa should be at a good hour, right? Like Copa's, Copa's in, or at least good hour for me. I don't know about you guys,
1: <laughs> but I think it will be around now tomorrow.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. Definitely uh, have to catch that, and hopefully you guys will catch it on the the Copa channel too. But I think that's going to be it, guys. For today, we can wrap up here. I uh, covered a lot of different decks and whatnot, and um, yeah, I think overall we were able to, you know, at least discuss the meta right now. Because I feel like right now is kind of like the first meta, you know, so far. Uh, it's it's kind of still changing, like every one or two days. But you know, I feel like there's a handful of decks that are just going to be at the, you know, near the top, or that are currently at the top. But, uh, but overall you know, I, I think that we have to start somewhere and I think we're kind of at that place at this point So, um, but Radu it's always awesome having you on and uh, you know, I don't think you shared any secrets so I think all your secrets are still safely in your, your vault as to what you're going to break out here the next event that you, come, uh, that you end up competing in but uh, any shout outs you want to do before you take off?
1: Uh, just shout out to G2 Esports for being the awesome team that uh, keeps me going
0: Awesome. Uh Gara, how about you?
2: Adios so so humble. Like shout out to Adios Twitch. He's streaming every day, yeah, like freaking 14 hours. Beast. I don't know. Like whenever I check he's online. <laughs> <laughs> like probably rank one
1: legend on like multiple servers. I, I stream like eight six to eight yeah. hours. It's not fourteen, but yeah. How, how I don't is... think I'm awake for, for 14. Like I sleep like nine, so I cannot technically be awake for 13.
0: So, I mean, your has been great, right? I mean, the, the times, I remember there's been a few times I watched you, you were just, like, doing 10K over, right? And so, um, has it been like that most days for uh, you? That or? was the craziest stream. Oh, okay. I
1: think yeah. one, playing on one, also got hosted by ties.
2: Yeah. It was it was actually so crazy. Like as soon as he hit rank one, Tys hosted him. Oh, <laughs> really? Perfect. It was timing. like the perfect timing, and yeah. then he kept playing with feedback. like even
0: better. <laughs> See, Band. that's that's what you gotta do as a streamer, man. You gotta you gotta time those <laughs> moments, and then when you got that audience, you gotta know what to play. And, and he did it like well.
2: literally the craziest thing you can <laughs> possibly right. do with the most viewers, like perfect
0: scenario. Yeah. all those yeah. followers and subs man that's good stuff man <laughs> definitely great uh yeah uh well yes. anyways i'll uh wrap things up thank you uh the two of you guys for doing the show everybody for watching uh you know, the discussion in the, the chat was definitely fun to watch at times, <laughs> at least. But, um, you know, definitely you can find the VODs, as always, on youtube.com slash Chanmv or youtube.com slash hsreplay.net. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and uh, soundcloud.com slash Chanmv and Spotify. But that's going to be it, guys, for this week. So Ferrari, Gara and myself, Chanmv, we we'll see you next week.